Grace, mercy, and peace from God, our Father, and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. You know, I wish you were here because even amongst the five of us who are here participating in this, you can just sense the sensational excitement through the music and the hymns. You know, early this week, it was the Vice President of the United States who said these words. It will be a week of heartache and a week of hope. And it has been a difficult week when it comes to the virus. Many people, thousands, have died. Many people mourn for the loss of their loved ones. We all kind of wonder to what extent this, where this is going. And I know every one of us has been affected, whether economically, socially, or professionally speaking. We don't know exactly what lies ahead of us, yet as those who are investigating this whole virus say that there is a glimmer of hope in the near future, and we hold on to that. One cannot help but to remember this as Holy Week, a week of heartache, yes, and a week of immense hope. The heartache came when we watched our Lord Jesus Christ, the creator of all of the world and the universe, be put to death for something he did not do. People, the disciples, mourned his death. They were in really a hopeless situation because they loved Christ Jesus. And as we noticed in our gospel lesson this morning, the same is true with Mary and Mary Magdalene as they went to the tomb. And then it started happening. It just kind of started like a, a tumbling tumbleweed and just moved faster and faster. First, it was an earthquake. And then an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and took the stone and rolled it away from the entrance of the tomb and then simply sat on that stone. White as snow was that angel. <laughs> and the Roman guards that were protecting the tomb, they must have had, they, they looked like death warmed over. And Mary and Mary, both of the Marys, they were in utter confusion at the time. They didn't understand exactly what was happening. Until the angel made that proclamation, the proclamation that penetrates all time and all history. You're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen just as he said. The one who died on the cross and the one who was buried with our sins suddenly becomes alive again. And both of the Marys at that moment that they heard the angel's proclamation, they must have had a flush of hope. They couldn't really understand everything, and it, it took much time for them to truly understand, but they believed the angel. There was suddenly hope when there was no hope in sight. 
they took, even though they didn't understand, they took their hopeless feelings and threw them out the window. Yet, please remember, as they believed in the news from the angel, and as they went to Jesus Christ to see him and to the other disciples, they were filled with joy, yet they were afraid still. Are you afraid of the virus? Scared at all? Many of us have been. We've got so many questions. You know, how long is a shelter in place going to last? And what will life be like on the other side? That is a concern, yet it is not the biggest concern. I want us to take our eyes just for a moment off ourselves, off our world. Think about the victims and those who are survivors of those who have passed away from the virus. And I'm thinking about that person who has rejected Jesus Christ or that person who doesn't even know about Jesus Christ. That is utter hopelessness. Life could just end at that moment for them as well. People have a tendency, all human nature, to rest on their own laurels. But Easter means something different. Easter is such joy that has been planted in our hearts through our baptism and through the word of God that all is good. That the resurrection has happened. Yet, we don't always understand fully. And at times, we're still afraid. We're afraid of a world that seems to be against which Christ stands for and stood for. Yet, we shouldn't be afraid. Because we have the promise from Holy Scripture that Christ has removed those elements and consequences of pain and suffering, shame and guilt, and hold all your horses. Because now we learn that he has actually conquered death itself, not just for himself. But he gives the gift to all who simply believe. We have hope and as Paul says in Romans, this hope does not disappoint us for the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Even in the worst dilemmas, my friend, we will stand. We will stand until we meet our Lord and be in his presence and the presence of the saints forever. You know, one of the things I, I like to do, I don't do it often enough, but whenever I retire, that's going to happen. I'm, I, I love to watch baseball, and I don't want to pay a cent for it. So I go to Little League games, and I enjoy watching Little League games, watching these little kids. And there's a story of a man who was like me, went to a Little League game, and, and he stuck his head in the dugout and asked the little player on the, on the bench, he says, what's the score? The player says, it's 18 to nothing and we're behind. Oh boy, the man said, I bet you're really discouraged. The boy looked up at him, surprised, and said, why should I be discouraged? We haven't even come up to bat yet. You know, yes, I know you're all at home just howling. <laughs> 
But you know what's really neat to know? It's really wonderful to know this, that every day we wake and we go up to bat against the world. And God in his infinite wisdom calls us back before the first pitch and sends Jesus Christ, his son, our Lord. And because of Christ's life on earth, fulfilling all prophecy, because of his death and paying for the price of our sins, because of his resurrection that we now may all live forever, we are victorious. First Peter chapter 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to his great mercy. He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable and undefiled and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by the God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed to you on the last day. For Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. And now may the grace that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in our resurrected Lord. Amen.